0: All right. Uh, hey, welcome back. It is time for our monthly visit with Andy Ludicky from myperfectfranchise.com. Um, that's him that will pop up when he starts speaking. This is Gabe DiArmond You probably recognize me. Uh, but Andy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Gabe. How you doing, man? I'm hanging in. I've been thinking the last couple of weeks. I, I don't want to speak for your... um choice of careers i don't know how you do financially i wish i would have been a football coach like what the hell was i thinking man i could i would call plays for 95 million dollars in fact all i want is one year you can fire me after year one i'm good <laughs> yeah you know that they, they make a ton of money
1: but quality of life is, is, a, is a little bit of a challenge there so i kind of respect mario cristobal even though he got a big big uh, salary going to miami i love the fact that he's really going home uh, to be with family, and and that's a priority to them. It's kind yeah. of cool because I know that these coaches, they've got really got to sacrifice a lot uh, to earn those big bucks.
0: Well, that's that's why I said I only want to do it one year. Um, but also, <laughs> also credit to you, that's the first time respect has been used in the way that Miami handled its coaching search. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if, if my bosses are anything like Miami's, I may have already been replaced, and I'm doing this after they've hired my replacement, and they just haven't <laughs> told me about it. So.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but hey, there wasn't an AD to do it right to call Oregon, right? So like, they were kind of kind of shooting from the seat of the pants or whatever. So we, I guess that's their excuse. But um, yeah, I, I did read that, that they, they, they didn't really kind of follow the, the, the chain of command properly there.
0: Yeah. So uh, I want to like a lot of times we, we start this talking more about business and stuff, but uh, I, you're a big college football fan and the two biggest college football stories are two of the biggest in the last week kind of uh, are in your uh, in your atmosphere as a Texas fan. So I want to start with the one that probably made you extremely happy which is uh, everyone who is an Oklahoma Sooner fan acting as if Lincoln Riley is now Benedict Arnold because he took a different job. So, so just being on the other side of that, uh, I I would assume you enjoyed those 48 hours or so. Yeah. Well, so as a Texas fan, we,
1: we like to, you know, we like to be proud of our own team, but right now we can't do that. Right. Right. So we we've kind of, kind of relegated to become like Aggies is what we say uh, because we're, we're kind of having to feel the, the 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 good vibes of other people's demise or whatever so yes that was a great thing I, I think Lincoln Riley is the most hated person in the state of Oklahoma now and really of, of all the coaching changes I think that USC hiring Riley was the biggest needle short-term needle mover mm-hmm. of the bunch
0: Yeah, totally agree, and he didn't even have to really adopt a new accent to go out to California like Brian Kelly (laughs) did, so good news for him. Uh, So here's the other one I wanted to talk to you about because you mentioned uh, when we were talking real quick before we hit record, you mentioned name, image, and likeness. So I saw a story last night that there is some some organization in Texas that is basically saying if you play offensive line at the University of Texas, you are going to get $80,000 a year. That is, there is another organization. So apparently anyone who plays offensive line at Texas is now going to make $150,000 a year as a college football player. Um, I don't know, man. Thoughts like this is nuts. I I can't stand it. Um,
1: I, I, I I hope and pray that this doesn't ruin our college football fanatic experience. Uh, all of this stuff going on, because like, like you said, yeah, these, these kids, before they play a down of college football, are now going to have six-figure incomes. Mm -hmm. Um, $30,000 when I was in college would have made me the most loaded guy on campus, you know, so I can't even imagine a six-figure salary as a college student. That's mind-blowing to me. And then you have the Quinn Ewers thing where I saw an article out today that stated that he might earn more next year than Matt Jones – as a uh, first-round draft pick at uh, New England, mm-hmm. making three point four million as a base salary—that's that's, that's ludicrous.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't want to turn this into like a political discussion that will make people mad. But I'm curious, as someone who, you know, obviously, hey, you you're you're running your own deal here, and you're you know you've you've kind of uh, gotten into into this market of franchises and all that, like. What we all love about America is capitalism, right? And, 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 hey, you too can go, if you have your idea and your idea works, you can make as, as much money. There is no limit to it. But, man, do we hate that when it comes to sports, right? Like like <laughs> we support it everywhere, but, oh, no, nah, nah, hang on. I don't want those players to get paid, and I don't want those coaches to make $115 million, right? Because that makes it harder for my team to win. Yeah, well, I just feel like they got to
1: earn it a little bit more yeah. than that. I've been always one of those guys that I feel like getting a college scholarship, and I played tennis in college. I played very minor league tennis, NAIA, so I wasn't a big recruit at all, obviously. But um, I feel like the scholarship itself, the training you get, the the, the – Physical therapy that you get if you're hurt, uh, the doctors, everything that you get as a scholarship athlete, it's a it's a lot of money. It's a, it's a great investment that the school is making into you, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars right there alone. So adding this to the mix, just I just hope it doesn't spoil them and make them all about me rather than all about team, and that's that's what my fear is.
0: Okay, so uh, for for those of you watching and listening here, Andy obviously is is uh, with MyPerfectFranchise.net, and he's been with us for a few months now. We've had a few of these chats, so hopefully hopefully you're familiar with him. But basically, if you have interest in in you know owning your own franchise and and managing that, then uh, Andy is is the guy that you need to hit up. And I want to be clear that this is a joke before I say it, so that no one reports Andy to the NCAA. But uh, Andy, which franchises are you hooking, when you Viewers up with in the next few days in in uh, austin texas
1: what would like you get you get you throw that on me and i haven't even thought about it like what would be funny for him um but definitely a hair salon uh you know i think that the, the mullet is, is is that that shiny mullet that he's got uh speaks that's his brand so I, i'm going down the salon path with veneers i guess
0: Okay. Okay. Perfect. So if Quinn Ewers signs a deal with a hair salon in Austin, Texas for like a million dollars a year, and he is a Texas Longhorn next year, we know, we know, uh, we know where to reach Andy, but um, in all seriousness for random non Quinn Ewers people who are not going to make a million dollars next year, but, but maybe want to kind of better their situation. Like I, I know you've mentioned in the past uh, that, that certain Certain things get hot at certain times. I mean, what's out there right now is, is kind of things that are really uh, growing in, in your line of work and franchises that that you're looking to maybe kind of get people interested in.
1: Well, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a broken record talking about this right now, but the home services world has is, is just a really safe spot to be in. Um, everybody is improving their homes, staying in them more. New homes cost an arm and a leg. Uh, if you sell your home, you you might make a lot of money, but you can't upgrade like you used to be able to because of the cost of homes these days. So the home services stuff, the, the roofing, the flooring, the painting, insulation, all those things uh, have any remodeling they they've blown up. Um, not only that, but I, I love the in that model the 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 floor is pretty high there. You know, there's all, it's a commodity service. So everybody needs it. The risk isn't as great in a a home services brand. Um, And then you can scale them very easily too because typically you don't need an office setting. You're not confined to four walls and you're just adding people to grow your business, adding another crew, adding another crew. You're not having to typically put another building in place to grow your business like you do in brick and mortar. Um, and then just overall costs uh, to get into a home services business, very low because you don't have those four walls and you don't have a lot of equipment. So I, I, I talk home services a lot right now because uh, low risk, high reward, and a commodity type business that everybody is, is in need of right now.
0: Okay, okay. So I know we're, we're coming up, uh, obviously. I mean, we're, we're kind of in that month where, normal people are like sweet I got a four day weekend last week and then I'm gonna get a, a five day weekend coming up here so uh, it, what's what's this time of year like in in your line of work uh, you know busier than normal not as is this a little bit of time to relax yeah
1: I, I slow down a little bit right now and it's a good thing you know it's, it's it works out really well for me because uh, you know I'm juggling family and, and life stuff too um, but just during the holidays people do tend to close down shop when it comes to looking at new business opportunities. And then once that new year hits, you know, right now it's starting to think, what am I going to do to get out of this rut I'm in, get out of this rat race, the corporate rat race. So maybe it's the new year's resolutions, whatever. But as soon as January one hits our business, really the franchise world kind of explodes because people are wanting to make that change in their life and not have another year like their last year. So if you are one of those people, let's talk about it now and, and, and kind of learn what, what the process looks like and see if franchising is for you.
0: I, I was going to ask, does that make then the next three weeks or so? Like actually, if you're looking at maybe doing this a good time to do it, maybe before everybody else says, Hey, January 1st is like a, a natural time to, to get started with something new. I mean, is the next few weeks actually a good time for somebody to reach out to you? Uh, absolutely. I,
1: I mean, just to talk it through to see if it's right for you learn about the process. Um, I'm, I'm working, I got my in-laws coming for Christmas this year, so I'm going to work up until, uh, the the 24th at like 8 PM or something like that. But uh, in all seriousness, this is, this is the time to plan. Um, and then execute come the new year. It's a lot. It's, it's tough to get out there and be real productive out in the community, whether in your own business or in a franchise right now in December, um, but it definitely is a great time to plan for the future.
0: I, I know any of us that that run a business kind of look at January first as okay, New Year's starting. What are we going to change? What's how do we make what we do better? So uh, what's what's on your radar, man, for for twenty twenty two? How is my perfect franchise gonna uh, gonna change from what it's what it's done in twenty twenty one?
1: Well, you know, I do a strat plan with each of my businesses in uh, the fourth quarter, late fourth quarter uh each year and really with, with my perfect franchise what i what I'm doing differently is is I'm just going to be on more rival sports because I love hanging out with all of the members they're very similar to me um they love college sports they uh are somewhat successful uh, a lot of them are in the corporate rat race like I was and uh like to have a beer and and, and maybe outdoor sports things like that just are, are kind of their passion that's who I am so um I, I'm, I'm just going to be working a lot more with rivals folks. And I'm actually going to be doing some stuff at spring training this year too, uh, in the major leagues. I, I do a lot of stuff with, uh, athletes. So, um, that's what I'm doing at my perfect franchise, but it, with each of my businesses, like I said, I have a strap plan session with my, my team. And so we've got a list of initiatives for each business on what we're going to conquer or accomplish in 2022 and timelines on when those things are going to get done. And what we do is we'll have a monthly meeting, and kind of follow up on that checklist and see where we are on our strap plan each month, make sure that we don't miss anything and just ignore it all year.
0: Perfect. We, uh, what we plan. I Always like to to kind of wrap up with you by just giving you a chance to to let people know where they find you, how they get started with you, what they can do. So uh, just 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 give your best pitch, man, here for the last, you know, however long it takes.
1: Uh, well, you you can email me at andy at myperfectfranchise.net. Uh, my website is myperfectfranchise.net my cell phone is 404-973-9901 and really you know if this is of interest to you if business ownership quality of life freedom those things are appealing to you then let's have a talk it, it franchising changed my life i was in the corporate rat race for many many years and now i've got unlimited pto i've made more money than i could ever imagine making in the corporate world and on an annual basis and uh I just, I I love the quality of life I have. Um, And it's all because of business ownership. So if that sounds appealing to you, let's talk. and Let's just see if if, if franchise ownership is a good fit for you at this point in time.
0: Perfect. Well, Andy, it's been good working with you all season long, man. Uh, I I know, uh, I guess now you just got to look forward to next year. I I didn't see, but I don't think 4-8 Texas managed uh, managed to purchase a bowl game for this year. Is that correct? (laughs) <laughs> four and seven no five and seven five we got, and seven. We got my five bad. my bad, my bad. <laughs> i i accidentally counted the kansas losses two losses so you should <laughs> So no but but it's been great working with you and getting to know you all season and uh and hope you guys have have good holidays and all that and uh and and hope that some people reach out to you yeah thank you gabe happy holidays everybody